0: Welcome back to another episode of Living Your Holiest Hot Mess Life. If you have not heard the rest of this week's podcast, I highly recommend going back and listening to them. We have been walking very slowly (laughs) through Mark chapter 10 verses 46 to 52. And today we're looking at Mark chapter 10 verse 50. I will go back and give the context. Um, Let's jump right in. They came to Jericho, and as Jesus was leaving with his disciples in a large crowd, a blind beggar named Bartimaeus, son of Timaeus, was sitting by the road. When he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to shout, Jesus, son of David, take pity on me. Many of the people scolded him and told him to be quiet, but he shouted even more loudly, son of David, take pity on me. Jesus stopped and said, call him. So they called the blind men. Cheer up, they said. Get up, he is calling you. He threw off his cloak, jumped up, and came to Jesus. Woo! I get so excited at that verse for today. He threw off his cloak, jumped up, and came to Jesus. So if you haven't been listening on this week, very quickly I'll do a very brief summary. We know that Bartimaeus must have been somebody because number one, we see his name here, and he's the son of Timaeus, so it's very clear of who he is. Um, we know that he knows something about Scripture because he's calling Jesus son of David. So he, is, he's, um, he recognizes that this is quite possibly the coming messiah and that he is descended from the king of David. We know that he really wants what he wants from him because even when the people tried to stop him, he got even louder and kept yelling out for help. And we know that his perspective of himself must not be very good because he's saying, take pity on me. So even if he came from a more affluent household where um, where he might have had more close, um, what's the word I want? more close access to the temple to scripture um he's not he's his attitude is take pity on me he knows his position as a as a blind beggar um that he's probably feeling like he doesn't even deserve Jesus' attention. And I think that that's significant because a lot of times we won't ask Jesus for things that we need. We won't ask him to intervene in situations because somehow Satan has convinced us that we have this attitude that we don't deserve Jesus' attention. And that's ridiculous, first of all. And second of all, total false theology. And third, very dangerous. So I want to encourage anyone listening to this podcast today that please, please, please don't ever think Don't ever think that Jesus doesn't care about you. Don't ever think that he doesn't care about the most minuscule, ridiculous, insignificant to you detail of your life because it's all significant to Jesus. I remember someone once saying um, that they had asked their pastor to pray that they would find the remote for their TV and I was cracking up because I was thinking, really, you asked your pastor about that? I mean, I would have prayed about it. Absolutely, I've prayed about far sillier things. But... I would not have probably asked my pastor to pray about that. <laughs> and I also want to say this. it's There's power in multiple people praying. So don't ever hesitate to ask somebody else to pray for you. But there's also power in you going yourself before the Lord in your own prayer on behalf of yourself or on behalf of anybody else. So let's pause and reflect before we get into the true excitement of this verse. What are... What are some ways, or what are some things that you think you don't deserve from God? Let's get deep and personal for a minute. And we'll be right back. When I think about times that I thought I didn't deserve something from God, I think about how when I was starting out on my Christian journey, um there were just things that I thought weren't going to matter to God. Details of my life that I thought God wouldn't god wouldn't necessarily care about them. Um, and as I grew, I'm trying to think of a good example. I'm not trying to um, be shy about it. <laughs> I just can't think of a really good example right now. But as I grew in my walk with the Lord, I realized that God really does care about every little significant detail in our lives. And I think I've said this before in a podcast, but I think that there's this woman that I, I used to know. Um, we've just lost touch over the years. But she used to call uh, moments in her life, Hershey Kisses from God. <laughs> like when somebody just blesses you with something small and sweet and wonderful that just reminds you how much they care about you. Or it's like that perfect thing in that moment that you need. And God has these moments in our lives where he just blesses us. Whether it's something we've been asking for or something we haven't even been asking for. Um, but God just moves in ways that just truly just touch our hearts. And I think about how I guess one of the things I didn't think I deserved from God would be the true freedom of knowing that um knowing that I could grow past the problems that had been created in my life from stuff that happened in my childhood. So like the rocky relationship I had with my father was often a huge discouragement for me and still can be sometimes in my life but knowing that I have God as my heavenly father that it doesn't matter what things my father did or said um but knowing that my heavenly father just loved me unconditionally and showed me so many ways that love that God has for me. Like there's just so much manifestation of God's love in my life. And I'm so grateful for that because it was such a healing for me to be able to grow as a woman and to grow as a daughter and to grow as a child of God um, and to be a better wife. Because I think that What Satan's really good at doing is binding us in the lies and misconceptions from our childhood that then we reflect on other people and we have misunderstandings with other people. So like I'll use my marriage as an example. Um, When I think about how I can misinterpret something that my husband says or does and and be grieved by it, be hurt by it, be angry by it, it's often really more a reflection of the broken record that plays in my head about things that my father said and did. And so now that I'm growing in my walk with the Lord, or not now that I'm growing, I've, I've been growing, but now that I'm able to recognize that piece of it, there are the same exact things that my husband will say or do that don't even, they, they don't even make me blink. <laughs> because I recognize that he's not my father, and he doesn't mean it that way, and he doesn't mean to be doing things that would hurt me. Sometimes he just forgets something, he's a human being, just like everybody else in the world. And so I try to teach that to my middle school students when they're offended by something that someone does or doesn't do in their lives, and they take it all the way deeply into their hearts. I try to remind them that that person might not even have been thinking about them in that moment when they said or did that thing, and that it's not a reflection of that relationship. And so. Looking at our scripture for today and focusing on leaping at opportunity, when, um, when, Bl- when Bartimaeus was able to jump up I love this. He threw off his cloak and jumped up and came to Jesus. I love that he didn't hesitate. I love I love that he threw off his cloak because it's probably something that was like weighing him down a little bit. So he wanted to move as quickly as possible. And I love that when we are given an opportunity by God, that we too are to leap at that opportunity, that we are to throw off these weights from our past, these weights from our present, whatever is weighing us down, whatever negative thing that someone has said or done to us that pulls us away from God, that weighs on us, that makes us think that we don't deserve something from God. We need to throw that off. And we need to leap up for every opportunity that we have to draw close to the Lord. Because He loves us. I love that Jesus stopped. He's walking along and He stopped in verse 49. And then I love that Bartimaeus' response to being called to Jesus was to leap up. I want us to leap at every opportunity presented to us. I don't want us to get discouraged by the obstacles, by the trials and tribulations in our lives. I don't want us to look at things from our past as... Um, things that have hindered us. But I want us to recognize that God can take anything and turn it around for our good and his glory. So yesterday, if you didn't listen to yesterday's podcast, we talked about not um, learning to ignore our haters. I think we need to also learn to ignore those broken records in our past. And those patterns of negative thoughts and negative feelings, we need to press past them and leap at this wonderful opportunity that we have to be made free and be made new in Jesus. So at the start of this new year, I pray that as we live our holiest, hot, best lives, that we are jumping up and running into the arms of Jesus when we feel discouraged. When we feel like we don't deserve something from God, I pray that we are able to push past those feelings to recognize them as a lie from the pit of hell from Satan and to recognize that God is ever waiting with outstretched arms the the symbolism of Jesus being stretched on that cross is so powerful to remind us that he has so much love for us that he would give anything for us to be able to be in relationship with that with him and I love that when we're able to just breathe that in and rest in that knowledge that we are set free from those things that have bound us up over our years of life Let's pray. Hallelujah, Lord God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Father God. Lord, thank you that as we live our holiest, hot, best lives, that we can throw off the weights that have weighed us down over the years, that we can leap at the opportunity to come to you for all of our needs, that we can truly know that you love us Lord God with a love that we can't even completely comprehend and that you desire to bless us Lord you desire to grow us as we live our holiest hot mess lives help us to not be bound but to be set free and to be made new at the start of this new year in Jesus precious name amen God bless you I pray this was a blessing for you I pray that you would like share and subscribe and that you'll come back to hear more tips and strategies on how to live your holiest hot mess life God bless Thank you.